Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. Um, I'm one of the hosts of this show, and the other host of the show is my best friend in the whole world, and her name is Angelica. Angelica, how are you? I'm great, Shannon. How are you today? I'm doing good. I have a weird eye twitch that's <laughs> happening today that's like been throwing me off a lot, so hopefully it doesn't come across in the recording that my face is going... <laughs> Why would that come across in our know. recording? <laughs> because it feels so strong in my face. <laughs> that, was, that was such an unexpected re- <laughs> such an unexpected answer. You really caught me off guard with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, All right. That your eye is twitching. It's okay. Um, so today we are going to continue on our little journey through the K-pop generations. Um, and today's episode is will be half about that, and then we're going to do some fun listener questions because it's episode twenty. Yay! It's our twentieth episode, but also we're not going to spend the whole gen the whole episode talking about the third generation, mostly because the third generation is like still happening yeah. now, and these groups are the ones that we talk about all the time. So exactly. there's not as much new information to present as opposed to like the first generation right. where we knew nothing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also one of those things where I feel like because it's happening right now, like maybe five years from now, we'll all be able to definitively say like in 2015, like this happened and that created mm-hmm. a new generation. But like we're not far away from it yet. We don't know. Yeah. We it's can't decide. Honestly still occurring. And we, as we mentioned in the previous two episodes, like the generation markers are completely subjective. Right. These quote unquote generations are not officially recognized or sanctioned by like the Korean music industry. So it's all bullshit. Like real because we say it's real. So we want to say that we're in the fifth generation right now. Like we could. Who cares? Yeah. So it's meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) But we could talk for a minute about some things that we know for sure are different about K-pop that's happening right now as opposed to the first two generations that we talked about. There's like a handful of interesting things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like one of the biggest ones is that there are now so many groups that are formed on survival reality competition shows. Yes. But I also feel like – because. That didn't really start happening until, like, the Mm mid-2010s. And the third generation is usually agreed to have started around, like, 2010, Mm -hmm. right? Like, 2009, 2010 is sort of the argued point. Um, So I feel like we need to, like, list out some groups to to put this into perspective. I have a full list here. So groups, like, currently out there, groups that were formed on one of these shows would be twice. Their show was called 16. Mm Pentagon was was on a competition show called Pentagon Maker. Um, that one's funny because they voted like three of the dudes out and it like crushed everyone and it was so upsetting, but they ended up debuting all 10 of them anyway. I know, so everyone just like went through too much pain over nothing. Um, IOI, which is the girl group from Produce 101. Mm-hmm. Um, 101, the boy version from Produce 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vix was formed on a show called My Doll or My Doll. Oh, okay. Like that's Idol the earliest MY. one so far then because you were for a moment there just proving my point that that later. variety show didn't start because Twice debuted in 2015. Right. But it's usually agreed that the third generation started in like 2009, 2010 because that gives us like C and Blue, Miss A, Sistar, Infinite. Infinite, A-Pink, EXO, BTS, GOT7, like those sort of newer mm-hmm. groups all came out between like 2010 and 2015. Um, and then you start getting 
the more mm-hmm. like variety show yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, the exception of Vix, because they came out right? in 2012. I have three more that also might be earlier in the list. I could didn't put dates next to these like a dummy. I did. Um, Monster X was formed Monster on a show X is called 2015. 2015, No Mercy. Um, then the group's winner and icon. Also 2015. Also, okay. And their show was called Who's Next or Winner Who's Next. And the group who won is Winner. Right. And the group who didn't win is Icon. Icon. Mm -hmm. Um, Also 2015. And then SF9 was formed on a show called Dance or Band that FNC Entertainment did because like they do like CN Blue and stuff. So they usually have bands. So they did this competition show called dance oh, or band to figure out what kind of yeah. group it would be okay but i've never heard of that group oh they're very what they're newish sf9 i'm gonna look them up right now sf9 mm-hmm. like the number nine 2016 you proved my point yet again yeah. so yeah this is definitely a possibly mm-hmm. like yeah. late third maybe fourth mm-hmm. who cares it doesn't mean anything yeah, because the third generation, like we said, like they're all groups that are mostly still around with the exception of like Sistar, but you have like Block B and A-Pink, AOA, B2B, Ladies Code, Mama Moo, Red Velvet, like yeah, all those groups, these that groups that we talk about you guys all the time. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the crazy thing about this reality show stuff that I think is like another – just another sign of – how far K-pop has come, like where in our first generation we had these small groups who c- couldn't really sing that good, like eh, they were like doing their thing. And then in the second generation, things start to get really like polished and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then by this third generation, you have people who have only ever known this kind of K-pop, like this is the pop music that they grew up with. Mm-hmm. So the idea of growing up to be an idol is now suddenly a viable career yes so it, th- it seems like more kids are getting into that stuff because especially with these like opening episodes of shows like produce 101 where the opening number is a hundred and one people doing the same dance mm-hmm. and they're all so good yeah, and it's like how did incredible. they find how do they like, find- Korea is not that big yeah how are there this many talented people and like there's so many of yeah, so that's what I think that's like a symptom of this suddenly becoming mm-hmm. like a thing you can actually do. Yeah. Like maybe the first generation idols had to really convince their parents to let them like dance and sing instead of going to school. Yeah. Like, and even like the second generation, like, you know, was like living on the streets when he was training to yeah, be in Because his parents did not approve. Mm-hmm. They were like, that's being a singer is not a job. Yeah. And so now these third generation idols have sort of gotten to see the success that these second generation idols had. And so then their path is like a little bit smoother in the sense that like it is a well-established and very well-respected career to have at this point. Yeah. Like EXO got a commendation from like the prime minister. Shiny gets like shout outs from Obama. Like it's a world recognized and like yeah. renowned profession to be idols. So you can be like ambassadors of different things. Right. Like we talked about Big Bang in the second episode there. Uh, ambassadors for the Korean culture tourism they put them on stamps yep and like all the flight tourism Mm -hmm. posters like yeah Yeah. and i think now with this third generation maybe because it like because we've talked about how some groups in the past had to sort of like 
earn their creative freedom. Mm -hmm. And now with third generation, I think that that happens a little less often because from the beginning, a lot of groups now are starting to be able to self-produce. Like 17 does a lot of their own choreography. Woozy writes like all of the songs. Um, They And Pentagon, I know, has Mm -hmm. a big hand in making and producing their own music. Yeah, Kino does all the choreography Mm -hmm. and like Edan and Hui like have written a lot of their music, which is like super cool. And like, again... I would almost argue that that's, uh, I was about to say symptom as well, but almost like a sign of um, possibly a fourth generation. Like I feel like maybe a few years from now we'll be able to sort of draw that line between groups that were like immediately given creative freedom as maybe a fourth generation. Yeah. And um, that, yeah, that's just like very interesting to me. And it's something that my husband brought up like the first time I played him Shine in the car. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a great game off song. You have to hear it. And he really, really liked it like immediately. And he was like, this is so different and interesting. And I can tell, and I told him like, oh, they write it themselves. And he said exactly what I just said. Like, this is clearly because these kids like grew up with with like all the K-pop that came before them Mm -hmm. and they like sort of now like they understand the formula and they know how to like make it themselves Mm -hmm. and the cynical part of me is like oh the companies must love that because then they don't have to like hire a Swedish guy or and pay someone else to do it you know but on the other (laughs) side of that coin like it also gives the artists more individuality and like there isn't that what you ultimately want is like those Motown factory made artists to then find their own voice and like create their own more like soulful records. Yeah. I think that could like definitely like lead into like a a different kind of, yeah. And a different kind of like respect for K-pop artists where I think it's, like to bring up my husband again he often dismisses a lot of my k-pop as like this is overproduced insincere whatever i think that that's the criticism i most often face like from people when i tell people that i'm a fan of k-pop that it's like oh well it's it's soulless quote unquote, right because the artists aren't making it themselves to which i then argue like well how much of like britney spears's music or like I don't know, current artists today that I don't know because, like, yeah, Britney Spears really. is my modern <laughs> reference. Like, that's not a <laughs> whatever. Um, I would argue that many American artists also don't write their own music. Right. Like, many of them do. Yes, that's true. But, like, not all of them do. Um, and that's – and it's not to say that, like, no second-generation artists have been songwriters. Lots of them are. Yeah, lots of them But it's a thing do. that they have to, like – but Burn. It's, exactly. That's the distinction that I wanted that I made like at the beginning introducing this topic was that like like groups like Shiny or EXO, like now they do play a big hand in choosing the like style of music that they want to make, even composing the lyrics or the the actual composition of the song. But they didn't start out that way. Mm-hmm. And other groups like Seventeen or Pentagon, like maybe from the very beginning, like from the inception of that group, has played a part in the creation of their art. Yeah. So that's like very beautiful and like it's exciting mm-hmm. to like, you know, see what could happen yeah. like when the artists have more control over stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's why I kind of argue that maybe there's a fourth generation right now because yeah. EXO and Seventeen and Pentagon Technically, they all they both came out in the 2010s, right? So, like, if that's how we're separating this by decade, then they technically would be both third generation, right? Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, but another like main fa- like huge factor in the third generation is just how advanced 
the internet and social media and all of that have become in the like you know exponentially in the last couple Mm -hmm. of years it's totally changed the way i think not changed but like amplified the way that the fandom works and Mm -hmm. also just the international renown like the reputation of k-pop now has the ability to travel all over the world in seconds and like people i could wake up this has happened before where I like wake up at like 6 a.m. and go on Instagram and someone is live. Yes. Like XO will be like there or like Jean Young used to do it all the time because he could never sleep. Yeah. So, so like he just lay in bed on. and do yeah. lives. And that's like a crazy thing that you can just turn on your phone and like there they are. They're talking yeah. straight to you and you can comment on it and they'll probably read your comment and they'll respond to you. Like, yeah. The live, the live stuff is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, vo- vocabulary word real quick. In Korea, all social media, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, however you're doing it, it all gets like encapsulated in this one term of SNS, Mm -hmm. which stands for social networking service. Um, But you'll hear people saying that a lot, like, oh, I got on my SNS or someone posted Mm -hmm. on their SNS. It's like the – the equivalent to using social media sure. as your term, because it, that could include any kind right. of Right, and it probably also platform. keeps them from getting bleeped on TV, because mm-hmm. if you say, like, product names, and you're like, yeah. they'll bleep you, <laughs> like, you're cursing. Um, so SNS, like, you know, in the simplest of, like, there are artists that have, like, Twitter now, and, like, Twitter is a huge place for, like, fandom mm-hmm. to be happening. But in the case of live stuff, like, that's just, a, like, been in the last couple of years – with Instagram Live or Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. But there's also this service, an app slash website or whatever called VLive. Yes, which we've mentioned before. I want to find out what year it started because I feel like it wasn't that long ago. No, it couldn't have been because Shiny's Married to the Music uh, was their first VLive, remember? And that came out in like, what, 2016? I can't find it for definite, but it looks like it started, like that they said that Naver, which is like, Korea's Google, like yeah. that's the internet search thing you use. Um, they launched this thing in looks like about 2015, um, which is just basically like an app for doing live streams. Yes. And whether these streams are like produced, like people are sitting in a studio and there's cameras and microphones and it's set up like a TV show, but it just happens live or the idol literally just turns their phone on and is like, Hey, what it's what's up? I'm live. Yeah. There's both kinds. Like sometimes they just, it's like, um, Timmin has one called Timmin extra cam where it just follows him around like behind sort of behind the scenes, but it's produced being... like a docu show or mm-hmm. whatever. And then there's, but like while it's sort of weird, like V live inception on that Timmin extra Extra cam because it's sort of produced like a docucam, right? Where you're just like following him around. But there's a point like before he goes on to do some performance. I don't remember if it's a music show or whatever, Mm -hmm. but where he is going to go on the V Live app. And so like the extra cam is like a camera person, like Mm -hmm. holding the camera, sitting in the room. And he is holding a phone being live on the V app or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's, like, all these people around him. But if you were watching it on the V live, like, you would only see his face. Right. But there's actually, like, a crew of people because he keeps asking them afterward, like, was that okay? Like, <laughs> am, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, it's just me. What do I say? Whatever. Yeah. It was a weird. But it's, like, it's a very cool thing. And so many things happen on V live. Mm-hmm. And sometimes V live shows you have to pay for them. And sometimes you don't. It's just like a really big crapshoot. But the app is available internationally. Like you can get it on your phone. Mm-hmm. I will. And you can get like notifications yes. when your group is going to come on. 
I wake up to VLive notifications every morning because everything <laughs> happens while I'm sleeping. Like, that's that's the unfortunate international fan part. And I don't know if it's just my phone or if it's just because of the, like, processing power of doing a live thing. But anytime I have watched a VLive on my phone, my phone gets very hot. And oh, the, yeah. like, battery It's because drains. of, like, the satellites yeah. and all that shit because it's coming, like, live and from so far away. Like, yeah, ugh. but it, like, looks really good. And another thing I've noticed on VLive lately, if you're one of these types of people, I'm not. It doesn't work on me. But if you like ASMR, that's like a new thing that groups have been oh, doing on VLive. Thing. Yeah, where you yeah, like yeah, visp yeah, yeah, yeah. or eat or crinkle stuff in a microphone. Seventeen does that a lot. Yeah, Pentagon's been doing it a bunch too. Like mm-hmm. no video, no video, like just strictly ASMR. Oh, you know audio. where that? That's something I wanted to bring up as a type of VLive um, because, like we said, some of them are produced and they're like on a set, even mm-hmm. um, like Shinies, the one they did for one of one um but then some of them they also do a uh they call it live but it's l-i-e-v because the idols are in pajamas and they're lying down oh my god those ones are the best yeah they're so so cute and they're so it's like a pajama party because it's supposed to help you fall asleep that's like the tagline Uh or whatever like fall asleep with 17 or whatever i'm bringing up 17 because they're the ones that i've watched like the most of (laughs) but um uh but it's really adorable. And they do a lot of ASMR on those because mm-hmm. they're like, they're trying to help you sleep. Yeah. Whatever. That's so fun. But yeah, like, so that's definitely something that did not exist in the second generation. Yeah. This like live mm-hmm. video aspect of like, you can access your idols all the time. And it is super weird. I do like every time I like catch like a key Instagram live or like I'm always like watching it and I'm like, oh my God, it's like, so it's right now. It's so strange. It's so, it's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Um, Anything else of interesting about this like third generation before we like move on? Like as um, we said, it's still happening. So. I read a couple of funny things because I was like trying to figure out, okay, as far as like group aesthetics or concepts, music videos, like how have they changed? And for the most part, like we've already – I feel like that distinction is sort of already illustrated in like the way we've – talked about all these groups already. Um, But I did find an article that said that male idol groups (laughs) throughout the generations went from, like, the first generation emphasized masculine charm. Mm -hmm. The second generation introduced flower boys. And the third generation focuses more on androgyny and, like, androgynous beauty. And I found that interesting. I don't know if I totally agree with that. Um, I feel like the third generation does whatever they want. Yeah. um, And can't really be summarized into like, like boxes and i think style. maybe that's something that's like that's interesting about yeah, it maybe is that, that is like, a distinction in and of itself is that they can they kind of can look however they want to yeah look and sound and do mm-hmm. whatever yeah um yeah i think the only bummer that comes out as you like look through the first second and third generation is that it becomes really obvious that girl groups have less longevity mm-hmm. um and like they really struggle after they reach that that peak popularity they struggle to keep it going like most girl group very few girl groups make it to that 10 year mark yeah seven year curse hits the girls mm-hmm. gr- girl groups really badly yeah it's yeah really it's, a it's too it's really too bad mm-hmm. i really wish that I wish all the girls in the world got more credit for all the things that they do. Yeah. Especially idol girls because they're great. And they work so hard. They do. They get so much shit. 
Another thing about the third generation is also just like straight up volume. Like mm-hmm. I was saying in the previous two yes. episodes when like gathering lists of groups, like once you hit, like then it just gets so oversaturated and you see these names and you're like, I have never heard of this mm-hmm. group. And you look at them and they lasted eight months. Like people are just like yeah. pushing out groups. Yep. In the hopes that something sticks. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 like back to the thing about there being 101 contestants for Produce 101. Like now that there's all these kids who like want to be idols, that means there are also companies like trying to make idols happen. And mm-hmm. like there's it just seems like there are probably more dreams getting dashed. Oh, like, for sure. Um, I was going to say, like, we kind of said at the beginning that maybe their path is a little bit easier now. But I think. On the other side of that would be that there's so many people that yeah. are like the competition is much more fierce. Oh yeah, not only between the the groups themselves, but also between the companies because I think like smaller record companies are probably cropping up more often, thinking that they can like get a piece of this right. success, and then and it's a little who knows how many to, like, groups they do fail. that now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like because of YouTube and because mm-hmm. of whatever, you can just like put your stuff out like whereas you know like and that goes across music like all over the world think about all of the american pop stars we have today that came from youtube like justin bieber was like the first yeah and now i feel like everybody and like i think there's a girl i can't think of who but like yeah now Mm -hmm. people can just sort of like do it themselves Mm -hmm. um and it's really easy to do like on back back to the self-producing like you can just get Pro Tools on your computer. Like, yeah. So I think that helps with the idols writing their own music is that like now they can do it themselves and they don't need a massive studio full of stuff. Like you can just do it on your laptop. Yeah. Um, so that makes it all like much easier and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think – I think that's like it because like we said, we talk about this generation all the time. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. We'll like see what continues to happen. Um, but just wanted to like finish out our series and touch on a few key yeah. points as to like why it's different. Um, yeah. So that's that. And we'll be back in just a second with some questions from you, the listener. Okay, so we asked you guys for some questions, and we got some good questions. Um, I'm excited to answer them. I A couple of them might get us in trouble, so I hope everybody's <laughs> feeling forgiving today. Um, I'll just say, like, hey, you asked. Yeah, so, exactly. So um, yell at me when, I, when you hear my answer. Um, okay, so this first question we got on Tumblr, um, and the question was, Hello, I apologize if this sounds rude and I don't intend any criticism, but I was wondering why some of the girl groups are so high-pitched, like twice. This is a really interesting question. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say, like, we've definitely brought this up because I use, like, this point exactly is why I don't like a lot of girl groups. Like, mm -hmm. I want a girl group like Mamamoo that is going to, like, fully sing and Mm -hmm. have, like, full, rich voices and the high-pitched or, like, auto-tuned, like, baby voices that do have – or the, what am I trying to say? That a lot of girl groups do use as their, like, signature sound just doesn't work for me. Yeah. But this is, like, 100% like a cultural thing. And mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about out my ass about things that I don't know. But, like, 
childlike cute girls is just like a thing that people like. Like mm-hmm. they like when girls act like small and little and cute. And there's a Korean term for this, which is called aegyo. Mm-hmm. There's a vocabulary word for you, aegyo, which means like acting cute with childlike charm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like a thing that like all Koreans are like forced to do as tiny babies. Like, yeah. You just, like, have to learn how to do it. And (laughs) idols are asked to do it all the time. Boys and girls. Like, this is something that male and female idols both do. And some idols are, like, really good at it. And some of them are like, no, please don't make me do it. Um, Some of them, like, flat out refuse to. Yeah. Um, But, like, I've pulled some examples, like, just so you understand, like, what we're talking about. Because, mm -hmm. like, you're like, what do you mean acting like a child? So this, like, usually includes, like, using baby voices Mm winking and doing like little finger hearts or like putting your hands on your hand motions Mm. yeah um and uh and purposefully mispronouncing words like the way that a child would um so like this first example i have is members of kara So that <laughs> was a member of Kara doing this like eggyo thing that was like very popular a couple of years ago where you're basically saying, I had a scary dream about a ghost, but you purposefully mispronounce all the words like, I had a scary dream about a ghost. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And they made everybody say this. like, mm-hmm. And just to prove that they make the boys do it, here is Chan Yol Chen and Sehun doing <laughs> their ghost thing. The weirdest thing about it is that I feel like no one ever reacts to it the way that you're like, I think the point of Aegyo is that you like do something cute and then everyone goes, oh, but all anybody ever does is like laugh and cringe yeah, and they scream. Yeah, like cringe and hate it. And like, be like, I can't believe that you did that. At least the, the other members do. Like the, yeah. a lot of times like the variety show host or something will like play it up and be like, oh, you're so cute. But the mem- the other members will always be like, oh, I can't believe yeah. you. Like Those you're so disgusting. gross. <laughs> um, there's another really popular one that I didn't pull any clips of because it's like extremely visual and like won't work on an audio format. But it's called the Kiyomi song. And like Kiyomi means like, oh, it's so cute. Mm. And you – do like one plus one is Kiyomi and like if you do your fingers oh, yeah. and you like put them like bunny ears or like I don't know it's like a, and everybody has it's their own little, style. It's a like counting song and then at the end you go like up to six and when you do six you do like you kiss you all kiss your fingers, fingers and go yeah. yeah it's crazy. And then there's the like three little bears song Yes, and also now there's that shark song yeah. that one is actually something that is definitely in English as yeah, well. Yeah we did that at Girl Scout camp um, for Grandpa sure. Grandpa shark do 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 yeah that's the new popular thing to do. It's the same thing. Um, another one that I just like have because it was like they made like it was Mino's signature ego move, like when they oh, used to make him boing, do it. Boing boing. So hold on, here's his he put his hands by his cheeks and boing boing. Here it is. <laughs> He's so cute. He looks like a little turtle. He looks like Bulbasaur. Yes, that's what it – because that's what they used to say. They'd be like, you're doing like a Bulbasaur impression. Mm -hmm. But anyway, 
That's like the concept of aegyo. You'll see it everywhere. It's yeah. just like. It's just a cultural thing. Yeah. Being like a cute kid and mm-hmm. you can use it to get your way yeah. or just to like. Yeah. It happens a lot on, uh, on dramas. We brought this up a little bit when we talked about like the vocabulary words of like oppa and hyung, where like on K dramas, you'll see like a girl go up and if she's trying to get her way. I mean, actually boys do this too. Yeah. They'll be like, oppa, yeah. like give me what I want or like, like nuna. Yeah. Yeah. They like sure, moving your shoulders and like mm-hmm. being, it's just like a thing. It's just a thing. Yeah. Um, and it happens everywhere. So there are girl groups like bringing it back to the question. There are girl groups like Twice Mm -hmm. that like having a ton of aegyo is their concept. Yeah, like being cutesy girls is their concept. Like, you know, I don't know. What would be another – like, oh, my girl. I'm trying to think of like the style of music that would fit that like high-pitched sort of flowery girl fairy sound. I don't know. I can't think of any more. Oh, my girl is definitely a good example. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think G friend, maybe a little bit. Um, I know Girls Generation did a lot in mm-hmm. the early days. Yeah. Like Sunny, when I was looking for Eggyo clips, like Sunny from Girls Generation is like the queen of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like because she can do like a really tiny, tiny, tiny voice and sound like an anime character, and she's like very good at like doing that stuff. But y'all should like look up a couple of these because we you heard the weird voices, but there are they're so many hand, so well. many hand motions and winking, and like there's yeah. so much to it. <laughs> and like some people like it, some people don't. Yeah, it's totally fair. You don't have to like it. I've definitely seen lots of people being like, I can't do eggyo groups, which is fine. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing that comes up. So we wanted to answer yeah. that listener's question. So thank you, Tumblr listener, for that question. Um, next question comes from Twitter. Our friend Jules asks, "What? who are your favorite idol actors and what's a favorite role that they have played? Um, this was a fun question. This is a fun question. I don't want to get too, too deep into this because we've got to do a K-drama episode eventually. Um, I know. It's so hard but, to keep So it's my like hard to keep. In. But we have, but we can talk for a minute about like idol actors that we love. Um, you want to go first? You seem jumpy about choices. Because <laughs> um, well, mine I'm is just, too obvious, so I'm it doesn't really matter. I'm just really appreciative of this question because it led me to a new drama that I started today that I'm like, very excited to watch the rest of. Um, because I, I don't watch that many K-dramas. I really only watch a K-drama if an idol actor – or if an yeah. idol that I know is in it. Pretty much. So I'd have to say that my favorite idol actor as far as like – quality of acting and also like I just love him and I have enjoyed both of his shows is key. Yeah, that's um, a good answer. Because Drinking Solo, like he's the best part about Drinking Solo mm-hmm. hands down. Um, and I watched his show The Lookout, Lookout, which was also called The Guardians. It was like the crime drama mm-hmm. show about like a vigilante crime team. And it was more serious than like some of the others. But he again was like the highlight of that yeah. show. He's a tremendous actor. Um, but then also like Mino, of course. Yeah, I'll watch like, anything with me. That's now. kind of my like super obvious answer because like if I made a list of like all the K dramas I've ever mm-hmm. completed, like 
most of them are the ones that Mino was in because yeah, like that same. like I even watched Medical Top Team which I hated like I hated it and I yeah. watched the whole thing mm-hmm. and he was like a C part on it and I still watched the whole thing because he was in it but we did not finish Warang no I couldn't I'm sorry I'm sorry to everyone and I know like BTS fans watched that because V from BTS yeah. was on that as well I mean like, a lot of beautiful boys were on that show yeah. but the and I was so into it I was like so ready to be yeah. all about this flower night drama. It's like a period piece. Um, but the main character who like is obviously set up to have a romantic storyline with like the main girl through like a series of events of miscommunications they believe she believes she him believes to be. that he's her brother Ugh. which and is so gross. there was like a disgusting like weird sexual tension between someone she thought was her brother and it was very upsetting and like I'm very upset that it prevented me from watching what was promised to be like a pretty shirtless boy show yeah and I didn't get to enjoy it because of incest yeah right like How not into you? that um, <laughs> I feel like my other answer just like as most common act, like I think he counts. So in Gook debuted as count. a singer first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so count. he counts as an idol actor to me. I will watch anything he's in. I rarely finish it. I rarely finish dramas. Like they're hard. Like we'll do an episode specifically yeah. <laughs> about dramas, so we won't get too into that. But Korean dramas have a tendency to go off the rails. So it's always like just as a word of caution, if you're going to like from this episode, maybe look into some of the ones that we're mentioning right now, or see that an idol you love has been on yeah, a like, drama. Just like, don't get too attached too quickly because yeah. and literally. Anything. anything could happen like <laughs> something could fall out of the sky and crush the main character like yeah just be prepared. literally anything could happen. <laughs> um so yeah that's that's my answer but there yeah. are a lot of idol actors and yeah i there, and there are a lot of idol actors that like have been in things i've never seen like crystal is in the bride of the water god and she's in like a couple suzy from miss a is in a million things mm, like i mean yunji i'm you should have mentioned yunji she oh yeah has to be one of your favorites yeah because i watched trot singers or lo, trot lovers what was that trot the love lovers. of love of music it had too many titles oh, yeah. but trot lovers i think Ooh, that one made me so mad but yes i watched it like that's that's kind yeah. of how it goes but you said you discovered a new drama do you want to tell us oh about yeah that? well i mean because there were some that i looked up that i like are idols that i love that are in things that i haven't seen like i've never watched on dante which has kai from exo but i've heard from my friend my dear <laughs> friend kara that i made fall hey, deeply Cara. deeply in love with kai you're welcome kara um she watched on dante and also like every other drama kai's <laughs> ever been in uh and loved them all and then Suho has one coming up. Speaking of EXO, it's called Rich Man, Poor Woman. Mm-hmm. And it's a remake of a Japanese uh, show from like a while ago. So I'm excited to watch that one. But I started watching today. Uh, Yunho was fairly recently, like as in this past year or so, in a drama called Mellowholic, where he starts out as like a quote unquote nerd or whatever. So he's like a bowl cut and glasses, which is a very common K drama trope put like the hottest dude in glasses and then call him a nerd and you're they like, do it to girls too and you're like okay. yeah you're okay <laughs> sure um and so anyway <laughs> i've i haven't even finished the first episode so this isn't spoilery to tell you what <laughs> happened um but so it starts out and he's a nerd and he gets broken up with his girlfriend on that same day as he's reading the like breakup text some dude in a hood smashes him over the head with a brick 
as it's raining, and in as he's lying down, he gets struck by lightning. Okay. So as I was saying, literally anything, anything can, can happen. happen. Then he wakes up in the hospital and he has the ability to read women's minds when he touches them because his girlfriend said that the reason they broke up is because he didn't know her heart. Oh. So now he can read women's minds and every screen grab of each episode is like someone making out with somebody else. So I'm very excited to watch this, this drama. It seems like a – more like PG-19 drama, uh-huh. which is great. Because one really frustrating thing with idol actors is that they often do, like, PG mm-hmm. dramas. And so, like, the love interest that you watch this, like, 16-episode story arc, ends with a kiss on the cheek. Ends with a kiss on the cheek. Uh-huh. Or, like, a hug. Like, <laughs> to the beautiful you, they just, like, hug from far away or something. No, ugh. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible show, but oh. I watched it all. The part of this question was favorite role that they played. So I feel like I have to go back. My favorite Mino drama is called Because It's the First Time. Yes. It's really, really good. <clears throat> I like, loved really that good. drama. It's kind of short too. Um, and then my favorite sewing gook role is Repi 1997. Mm. And my favorite key role is Drinking Solo. There you go. Thanks for that question, Jules. Okay, next question. Uh, our friend Sarah asked, Idols asking the camera, have you eaten? Is there a backstory to this? And there is. Uh, this is, here's another Korean lesson for you. Um, so the Korean phrase, the like more casual phrase for have you eaten is, pap mogosoyo. Uh, and the super nice way to say it is, shiksa hashosoyo. <laughs> You're looking at me I'm bad at, but I'm bad at past tense. Anyway, pap mogosoyo. Uh, this is like, this is like the Korean equivalent of just like genuinely asking someone, how are you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really asking actually, have you eaten? It's just like how you show somebody that you care about them. If you're like asking like, you know, like, are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, have you have eaten? You eaten? Um, it's like a thing. If your mom calls you, it's the first thing that she's going mm-hmm. to ask um, because she's your mom and she's worried about you. So I think specifically like, Idols, if they're doing their V Live or they're doing whatever and they come up to the camera and they like sweetly ask, like, Pop Mogul Soya? Like, they're like, they're asking their fans, like, how have you, like, have you been mm. or have you, are you, are you taking eating? Care of yourself? Are you yeah. okay? And you'll see them at, the, like, you'll see that phrase come up a lot. That's another just sort of like basic Korean cultural lesson is that, like, when greeting someone, you ask if they've eaten. Yeah. If you are like, if you know them. Yeah. It's like a definitely a familiar. Yeah. It's not something you'd ask a stranger, mm-hmm. but like it is like showing caring. And if you were like showing up at like your aunt's house and she asked if you had eaten and you said no, she will bring you food. Yeah. Like <laughs> there is, there can be actual concern yeah, there about can your eating. be some like literal meaning to it. But if it's a, if you're in a situation where, you know, you're not actually around food or mm-hmm. something, but you've asked, like, how have you, have you eaten? It's a genuine care of, like, how are you how doing? How are you doing? Yeah, so that's a sweet one. I always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, our next question comes from uh, Ed on Twitter, and Ed is one of our listeners who I know to be a baby K-pop fan, and we love our baby K-pop fans that we're, like, that are Oh, learned. you mean, like, a brand yes, new fan? Yes, and that. Oh, okay, I saw like, at first when you said that that, like, he was a fan of babies doing K-pop, and I was like, I don't know what baby K-pop is. Like, what is, what is that? I want baby K-pop. No, sorry. I meant that he's a new fan and he's learning <laughs> things from us all the time. Um, so the question that he asked, which as I've at, uh, 
This is a question I have answered in my office for my coworkers before. But the question is, what does Stan mean? Mm, good question. Because uh, I think, especially because of how old this song is, I bet there are a lot of like young fans who use this word every day and have no idea where it comes from. Uh, and where it comes from is a 2000, uh, 2000 song from the year 2000 uh, by American rapper Eminem. And the song is called Stan. And the premise of this song is that there's a guy named Stan and he's obsessed with Eminem and he keeps writing him letters Mm -hmm. and Eminem isn't writing him back and he progressively gets angrier and crazier, culminating in a murder-suicide where he kills his girlfriend and himself like Mm -hmm. because Eminem won't pay attention to him. So it's really, really dark. Like it's an extremely dark turn of phrase, but like with all kind of derogatory turn of phrases, people just reclaim them for themselves. So I feel like crazy super fans have just like taken this word and be like, yes, I am a stan. Like that's where it comes from. Your face looks I crazy. Did you didn't not know, that. know that. Oh, <laughs> I had no fucking idea that that's where that was from. That's yeah, that's where it's from. But it's like a word that people. <laughs> I mean, use. I know that song. I remember that yeah. song. But I had no idea that that's where that. Yeah, because I've because I've heard people use it as both a noun, like I mm-hmm. am a stan, and also as a verb, like I stand them. Yeah. So I almost always assumed that it was just. I mean, I didn't didn't ever really think too hard about the etymology because, like, all slang, like yeah. I don't. Who knows where, where it, it came it from? from. It, like, language is constantly evolving. Um, I thought it was sort of more of like a I stand. For them, uh, I thought it came more from the word stand and then like in the abbreviating, you know, trend mm-hmm. of like social media talk or whatever, like right. the way people type and tweet and text that it just became stan. Um, but that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's- yeah. So I I know that's like that's real upsetting. dark and I'm sorry for everyone who didn't know that. But like that's that's Shit. where that term comes Shannon, from. Bringing it down yet. I did. Yeah. I feel like you do that all the time. I'm sorry. Like- <laughs> Sometimes things are dark and it's the truth. Um, but warn a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should I put a trigger warning at the beginning of this question? I'm sorry. No, it's OK. It's fine. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that has like evolved into meaning something like completely. completely Different. Different. It's such a lighthearted term. Yeah. Like, it really, it's not a, because we'll talk about the sort of darker side of fandom sure. later on. Like, there is definitely a point in which some fans take it too far, but that's definitely not the way that people today use the words. I think it's just that way of like internet culture and being overly dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, people being like, I'm screaming, I'm dying. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. react to everything like very, like, Hardcore, so I think being like I stand Pentagon is like you know it's like being over dramatic mm-hmm. like for a for fun effect yeah like that's just hyperbolic inter- speech. yes that's, that's what, what the internet is. does yeah so there's your answer Ed I'm sorry for anyone who's been upset by that answer me I'm upset <laughs> um, okay another question from Jules is uh, have we learned any fan chants ourselves I have but only one. What's yours? The CBX uh, Blooming Days one. Okay. Do you want to? Oh, do- am I supposed to do no, it? No, I don't now? know. Do you can play the if play the song and okay. I'll do it. It's really easy. <laughs> I didn't mean to learn it on purpose. I no, that's like- mine. Are the same. Hey you have to go to the chorus. Okay. Boyfriend, can I? Can I? 
Very good. Thank you. Good job. My <laughs> only one is like I know two, and I I did not learn them purposefully. I just like absorbed them. Um, but this is the one that I think I'm best at. So hold on. I, I don't remember. I, th- I think that was the first shiny comeback that I, like, experienced mm-hmm. as a fan. Like, yeah. that was the first one. So I watched those performances to death, and mm-hmm. I remember that fan chat. I also know the one for Shine because it's also very easy um, and just at the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah, fan chats. <laughs> yeah, I've never – If I, I feel like if I were to go to a concert, like, if – uh, like a world tour like we've gotten to see obviously like we go to a lot of the compilation concerts mm-hmm. that come to town like the one that we went to at the Hollywood Bowl and we go to KCON but if I speci- like if Shiny came or like if EXO came and did a world tour I would learn the fan yeah it's like I would do my fan homework and like prepare that but because I don't have like what am where am I going to do the fan chant right. like in my car yeah I do that I do yeah, sometimes. that one, like in my car right but um no like I don't have a reason to learn that yeah so but it, when you have a reason, it's fun. I always love hearing them. Like at the Hollywood mm-hmm. Bowl, who was it? Dur- like was it during? B- I think it was during B two B. Because they had the most fangirls. There, I think. They were people were like screaming, screaming the fan chants as loud as they could because they were. It was like they were the only ones doing it, so they needed to be like mm-hmm. as loud as they could. But I'm assuming it hasn't happened yet. But like when BTS is on the Billboard Awards, I I I've imagined I that surprised. the army has like yeah. gotten their fan chants together mm-hmm. to, so that everyone hear it on TV. Yeah, I mean they're that's organized. what they do. Um, okay, we're at our last question that I'm afraid to answer. So thanks a lot for this, Victoria. <laughs> you knew you knew that something would come out get us in trouble. But mm. our our pal Victoria asked. Do you guys have any unpopular K-pop opinions and any groups that you've any groups that you've tried and tried to get into but haven't been able to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got all kinds of unpopular opinions. The Which ones do we is, how do yes. we nicely say them on this podcast without people coming at us with t- pitchforks? I don't know. I think the best way that I can phrase my strongest and also I think most unpopular opinion right. is that there's a trend to the groups that I tend to not be into, which is this like sort of – it's less melodic and it ha- relies more – like their style of music relies more on like heavier techno beats and like mm-hmm. ele- like, like electronic sort of sounds. EDM. And- yeah, not even just like electronic beats and instruments, but just the like noise rock of it, like the noise pop. Mm-hmm. I guess of just like it's not actually music it's just sounds mm-hmm. um and so groups that tend to put that kind of music out there are ones that I don't like even if I've tried and listened to like a ton of their music like I just I don't own any to anyone I don't own any big bang I don't own any bts like I I'm just not into that style of music mm-hmm. yeah 
And that's as far as I'll go with that's that question. As as you'll say. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I also have little to no interest in, in BTS. Like I, I, I know that they're nice boys and they're working very hard and they're like making, they're like doing huge things. And I love that. Like when I watched them on the award show that what was the other award show they did? The, uh, the, the no, I, I thought it was the billboard ones. The billboard ones are happening. AMAs? I mean, the AMAs. The when they did the AMAs, I cried. Like knowing nothing and caring nothing about BTS, I cried watching because it was like, oh my god, K-pop, and I like just was very excited for the K-pop. But like, I don't care, and they don't need me. They don't That's need true. me. They've yeah. got plenty I would say of fans. A, another unpopular opinion of mine is that I, I don't really love the like variety show or the the competition show groups. Like I and this, I mean, I wasn't into One Direction. I not never been in, into Wanna One. Did not like IOI. I've liked some of the groups that the girls of IOI like later go into, mm-hmm. but the group itself, like the group formed on that competition show, I don't tend to like. But I also get easily turned off by the fandoms of certain groups before I will even like give that group a chance like we've talked about how we didn't initially like EXO and one of the biggest reasons for me at least was because of the fandom itself like the fans were a lot younger than I was they were very intense there was a lot of like inter fandom fighting which is Mm -hmm. something I to this day don't understand where like like a person who is biased toward like one member will like argue with someone who that happens that still happens in EXO all the time like someone that I follow on Tumblr posted once that was like oh I wish that Schumann would get more of the rap lines in CBX and all these Beckyun stands like threw her under the fucking bus of like how like Mm. Schumann is useless and like blah blah blah. I'm like shitting on a member of the group that you say is your favorite like that doesn't make do if you like a group you should like all of the members like that's bullshit i don't get it and i i don't get it yeah i think a a non-popular opinion i have in general is like what fandom has turned into these days like Mm -hmm. to me it has turned into spamming like yeah and the the pressure to be like you need to like stream and vote and and spam the hashtag like ugh, no like that's not the fan like that's not what i ever want my fandom to be and like if anyone young wants to call me like a fake fan for like not caring about streaming like fine i just find more i just want to enjoy my music and like watch my things and like love my boys and my girls like i don't yeah i don't want to have to like be beholden to like spending five like i don't want to stream i don't care i don't fucking have time for that but i'm 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 an an adult i don't have time I don't, and I just, yeah. I just can't care. Mm-hmm. I can't care about clicks, and maybe that is like an age thing that like yeah, social media like, numbers don't mean streams anything. Streams and hashtags and trending and like I don't, ugh, whatever. Yeah, I don't. Just care. give me the music. Yeah, I'll buy an album. Does that count? Because like that's what I'll do. Give me the music and give me the performances, and then <laughs> if I'm really, really good, give me a world tour. Yeah, like. That's all I need. That's it. That's all I can ask for. Um, I think our last unpopular opinion, maybe, yeah. if, may, um, if this s- spurs you to think of us of another one, we can keep going this conversation, but um, would be the, the intra-group shipping. I Another aspect of it. fandom, which is to explain would be – and this is something that like 
there's an, another concept that is a part of K-pop idol fandoms is the idea of fan service, right. which is when groups purposefully like fan the flames of intra-group shipping, which would be um, a fan wanting members of the same group to be dating or like f- in a having, romantic yeah. relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. And it skeeves me out. I just like... I don't, yeah. and not in a like, ugh, you're homophobic and you don't like the idea of boys kissing. I don't like the ideas of boys in the same, like, they're in a family. And Did that's they, like, how you break up together? a group. Yeah, like, yeah, hello. <laughs> Did Stevie Nicks teach us nothing? Yeah, like, no doubt. Inter, you don't like inter band relationships never work. Yeah, they're a like, bad that idea. Is, whether it's heterosexual or homosexual, it doesn't matter. Like, business relationships and romantic relationships are both like, they should be separate. Uh, yeah. And so, like, please don't see a video of, like, Mino hugging Tamin and then write a too mean fan fiction about how they're, like, fucking in the shower of the dorm. Right. Like, no! Yeah. And this is, the like, I'm sure this is a very unpopular opinion because this stuff is everywhere. It's everywhere. I Girl hate groups it. and boy groups, it doesn't matter. And they even do, like, you'll see this on Tumblr all the time and it drives me fucking nuts where, like, you'll see, uh, like, I think this happens, this happens, I feel like, most often, not most often, but I've seen it a lot with Red Velvet where, like, two of the girls that some of the fans, like, ship together or whatever, like, they'll be, like caught in a picture like giggling or something and then one of the other girls in the same group is like looking at them and then they'll be like oh joy is jealous like look at her she's so heartbroken that like wendy's talking to solgi instead and i'm like they're like friends and sisters and bandmates like they're not having stupid jealous lover spats on stage like Ugh. Yeah, the projection well, of it all is very, very odd. Because I, I, I think, like, I've been a fangirl for my whole life, and I've been an internet fangirl for my whole life, and, like, I was very into the fan fiction community for a long time. So I'm a fucking nerd, I know it. But, like, I just, like, I don't like things about real people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like coming up with weird fun ships when you're talking about the Harry Potter characters or whatever. Fine, do that. Unless like, you're putting Hermione with Snape, because then that's not check cool. yourself, <laughs> man, man. That's not cool, right? But the point that I like, yeah, I guess I'm just like, yeah, I, it, the the real like it just really makes me like so uncomfortable, and it can be taken to like horrible levels, like in mm-hmm. a, a non K-pop example, like those one those One Direction like Larry shippers, mm. where like grown ass women have like committed their entire lives and will break down into tears. I saw this crazy video of this woman like sobbing. Because she believes with all of her heart that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson have been having a secret affair for the past, like, decade. And that the baby is fake and that, like, like so much crazy. Like, because so they need crazy. to believe that these people are in love with each other. And it just it just makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I just because, like And it. I think, honestly, like, another... Not only does it, to me, in a lot of ways, I think, like, disrespect the, like, true love and friendship and also, like, business partnership that a lot of these idols do have, um, which is not to say that, like, the idols don't have fun with this concept because, like I said, like, the concept of yeah. fan service would be g- idols, like, purposefully playing it up, yeah. like, when they're on stage, which does happen. Yeah. And that can sometimes be funny and sometimes they take it too far, but, like, whatever. 
But I think one thing that bothers me a lot about this intra fan or intra group shipping is that those same fans will lose their fucking minds and antagonize and attack their idols if they're in a real relationship. Like, it's so hypocritical to not want your idol to be dating and to like go on, like have them be on shows like JYP's party people and the whole audience boos the idea of EXO having a girlfriend Mm -hmm. until they're like, 80 is what they agree on. And JYP's like, come on. And, and like, it's so upsetting. Those same fans are then turning around and saying that, like, Dio's in love with Kai and, like, right. whoever, whatever. They're, like, put matching them all together. But it's, like, but they they're are, real people. Like, let them be real people. Yeah. And it's also, I, I would love to, like, if anybody has any hookups with any, like, professors of, like, sexuality studies or whatever, I want to talk to somebody because, like, I also don't understand a country that, like, does not accept homosexuality as a thing at all. Like, not at all. Like, that those same people who like the idea of two men getting married or kissing in real life they find abhorrent they spend all their time pretending their idols are i don't get it and i want i need someone yeah. to like explain it and to me and it's been like it's it's in dramas even like is it in isn't it in reply 1997 mm-hmm. where the girls say like the no fam- that's in um it's to the beautiful you oh they it's say in that. to the beautiful you where the girls say that they'd rather have their their bias be gay with one of their members than be dating another girl that isn't them yeah so like that's where it like stems from of like I don't want you to have a real relationship but you like no girl can have you yeah. but this other boy can have you because and that's I, not a real thing because it's not something? real yeah, yeah I, I guess. guess because it's like so ludicrous i don't know i don't know it It, really confuses it's a lot of different levels of fucked up and i don't like it yeah so those are our unpopular opinions (laughs) um thanks for your listener questions guys we really appreciate you sticking through with us for these last 20 episodes and i hope we do 20 and 20 and 20 more um so we'll be right back with a random game okay we're back and this week, we got a slightly older second gen. It's definitely second generation because they came out in 2003. Second gen R&B group. They're called Brown Eyed Soul. Yes, they are a four-member boy group um, that, like Shannon just said, debuted in 2003. They're still together. And they do mostly R&B. But what we noticed right away is that they are older Members, like yes. The the oldest member is born in 1977. So when they debuted, he was already 26, much older than the typical debut age. Yeah. So all these guys are 40 now, mm-hmm. um, but they're still doing stuff. Um, it seems like there was for we couldn't figure out why, but there was a. Uh, Four years between their debut and their second album, mm-hmm. so maybe that maybe there was some military enlistment. Happening oh, possibly because since they debuted at twenty six, they would have had to go into the army pretty quickly. That's afterward. true. Um, but so their first album came out in two thousand three, and then and the single from that topped the charts, and then it took them four years to come out with their second album. Um, and since then, they've only released singles, or did they come out with another album? Let's see, we've got. Five total studio albums between 2003 and 2015, okay. two live albums, an EP, a couple of – a lot of singles. Yeah. 
Um, oh, look and a the, lot of them are OSTs. So like they do do mm-hmm. like drama um, soundtracks and such. Yeah. But they've had a few songs peak at number one. For the most part, they seem to be like sort of solid middle ground, mm-hmm. like successful, but not top of the charts necessarily. Yeah. They did win. They won an award in 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won the R&B award at the fifth annual Korean Music Awards. Yes. Um, and the song that we're going to watch their most viewed most viewed video was nominated for a mama. Mm-hmm. Um, and that music video is called Nor or you. And it looks like it's going to be like romantic and well, have like a drama long, plot. So, so Oh, our, maybe this is a soundtrack. Possibly. Wait, look that up. I want to find quick. that out first. No, it's from the album. Thank your soul. Hmm. But it, it is definitely like a thing. Like I was watching, I got stuck on my sewing gook when I was talking about sewing gook earlier. He's in this K Will video, and K Will is like a solo artist, like kind of R and B person. And he, the music video has like actors like acting hmm. out a drum. Like I think so that it's happens not a lot. A soundtrack song, but it like has a plot. I think that might happen video. a lot with like you know, ballad singers or R&B singers who like, if they're not dancing and their thing isn't that they're hot and good dancers, mm-hmm. like they let the song showcase itself and then they just get some yeah. actors to like act out a plot. Totally. I mean, that video. happens in American music too. Totally. Like I was just thinking, uh, Katy Perry and Diego Luna, uh, have that music video. I don't remember what it is, but I just remember Diego Luna's in it because I yeah. love him. <laughs> Well, there you go. Okay, let's give this a shot. Here is You by Brown Eyed Soul. I recognize that guy, but I don't know how. So a guy came out of a cabin, sees a lady. They seem shocked to see each other. Yeah. Childhood loves, maybe. I'm getting the lyrics open right now. So far, they're just staring at each other from like across the road. Oh, I was right. Flashback. Yeah, these lyrics are definitely like, I'll never, like, I can't forget. Like, Mm, whatever our thing was, I can't forget it. So they were probably dated in college and now they're seeing each other again. Yeah. That's what I guess. Man, it's very cute. He's tall. <laughs> She's cheering him on at basketball. Oh my god, I love music like this, by the way. Yeah, this, I'm super into this song. So this whole music video is just like flashbacks of them being adorable and in love when they were in college. 
and it's, it's very really cute. cute. But I'm like waiting for the third verse where they're gonna break I up know. terribly, and it's gonna suck. But now they're seeing each other in present day, so they they must get back together. We'll see. <gasps> he gave her a box. Jewelry. Oh, it's a, a watch. watch. Making out oh. the library. Ooh. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Giggling under sunlit sheets and white sweaters. This is such oh a music God. video trope to be like under the covers and giggling, fully dressed. Yeah. <gasps> oh oh no. no! Another boy. Oh my God! No! This looks like a mis. It's a misunderstanding. Come on, he's not nearly. Oh no, she's not wearing the watch. Oh, and they passed angrily no. in the hallway. Oh, he got a new girlfriend. No, he's just doing it on purpose to make you jealous. Key change. (laughs) They're talking sadly at graduation. Oh, no. Uh, He did not listen to her at all. Maybe you don't deserve a second chance. I don't know. I can't tell. The grown-up versions of... Oh, my God. She has the watch on. The grown-up version of her has the watch on. Oh, my God. Years (laughs) for... Oh, my God. No! Another man! Oh, no. No! Wow. He's smiling in that bitter, defeated way. Of course, of course, she found someone else. You had your chance. Come on, man. this has to end with her like running up to him or something, right? No, I th- the lyrics are too sad. I think the point is just like that you <sighs> remember that lost love forever. <gasps> wow. That was so sad. But also, you fucked that up, dude. Yeah, he messed it up. There was a misunderstanding. I'm sure that library thing was a misunderstanding. <gasps> yeah, because that other guy was like super scrawny and nerdy looking, and that didn't look romantic. Wow, that uh, was like a real journey. Yeah, it really was. I feel like, wow, we really went through something there. That song was beautiful. That was gorgeous. Wow. I, I'll, we've got to listen to the rest of their stuff. That yeah, was great. Because that's totally, that's totally my style. I love a rich harmony. Oh, I love, this was like boys, boys to, to men. men yes. Like, Full emotional roller coaster in like a five minute tune, and I, I'm all about it. Yeah, that was awesome. So, Brown Eyed Soul, good, cool thing. Yeah, good job. Like it. Good job, men. Good group. All right. So, now it's time for weekly recommendations. Oh, shit. If you didn't come up with anything, I think mine will probably, I think mine will probably encapsulate yours. Oh, okay. Okay. So, here's my recommendation I'm coming to you from the past where this isn't out yet. But right now, there's a shiny album out. And you know what? I bet it's perfect. I bet it is. I can, I can confidently tell you here from the past that it's the best thing you've ever heard. And so that's, 
Danelica's dancing now. Shiny, 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 shiny. So today is the day that they're that the teaser came out. That the music, the day yeah, that we're here, we're in the this, past where a teaser. Has uh, been the released. teaser was released today, and it's like a twenty second clip, maybe from the music video, and it's like. Oil, that color, the like rainbows that happen when you get oil in water Mm -hmm. is like the color scheme of this comeback. And it's so beautiful. And like they're like underneath plastic and like oil is dripping on their faces that like a video recording of another member's face is like dripping down their face. Oh, it's so cool. It's super cool. Um, Shiny is about to have like a, or they've just started when you're listening to this. They've just mm-hmm. started like an incredible 10th anniversary comeback. It's their 10th anniversary since they debuted on May 25th. Um, so this comeback is going to be jam packed. We're getting three albums promoted in sequence mm-hmm. all in a row till j- the end of June. Yeah. We'll be getting a new Shiny album every two weeks. I each. Album oh my will god! Have five songs, and they've already like as of right now, the way that they chose to promote it was by they created a specific website like for this comeback. It's called shiny6.smtown.com, and when you first went on it, it like just had a sort of like primary color graphic with a little fox, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, the album is called The Story of Light. And mm-hmm. so then they released like what was called a color chip, mm-hmm. which was basically like this color wheel. And you picked six different songs. And a color to assign, mm-hmm. like assign yeah, them a color. So you, you pick six different colors and it asks you to like choose a shiny song that you think represents that, that color or that that color makes you think of. And then you could build a playlist. And then Shiny released a playlist that they had made based off of this mm-hmm. color chip they have like today's pick like a song for every day you can go on the website and it'll ask you like four questions of like do you want to travel somewhere right now do you need a shoulder to lean on do you are you hungry or something like Mm -hmm. that like you answer like five questions and then it gives you like your song for today is i got mine today it was view and i was like great I don't know what is happening in this comeback but everything about it everything is perfect perfect. I know that it's perfect Mm -hmm. and Right and like us, like future us, the day this episode is coming out, like I can we guarantee will we be are in incon- shambles, inconsolable messes, but also the most excited, proudest, at literally every emo- we are experiencing literally we will be every at the emotion extreme mm-hmm. of every end of emotion that spectrum. you can imagine, and it it's happening except angry. Yeah, we will not be angry. No. There's nothing to be angry about. We'll just, just be so full of love. Yeah. I think that is that that's the most important thing. And if you are listening and you are a shawal, like we love you so much. Mm-hmm. And if you're a listener who like knows and loves any shawals, like just hold them a little closer than normal. Like yeah. this is a th- this is a thing. It is happening. It is happening to all of us. Mm-hmm. And like you know, we're all going to have a lot of feelings and everyone's feelings are okay. If you can't watch this, if you can't do it, it's okay. But as like, long as we are supportive of our boys and of each other, I have no negative feelings. None. Yeah. So like, I'm just, I'm, I want to, I want to go right now to like when this is like, how I do know, I get to the future? Like, so, so that we, we can, can listen time. to the rest of it. But oh. I, and I do have to say, like, I, 
obviously haven't listened to the album yet. It hasn't come out yet. But but the snippet of the song that you hear in the music video teaser sounds great. I like can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. It's gonna be so It's supposed good. to be very quote unquote shiny ish. Yes. That's how they keep describing it. I know and I wanna know what that means. I think we know exactly what that I means. I know and I can't wait. I know. Oh I'm so I'm so excited. So my recommendation is something I haven't even seen yet, but like oh, shiny, buy it, it, love it, love live it. it. Love Goodbye. it, live it. And yeah, you've got, if you, if you've never, like, don't be, don't be, don't feel, um, uh, overwhelmed if we're telling you, oh, this is Shiny's 10th anniversary. And you're like, I'm confession. I've never listened to a Shiny. It's okay. Start now. It's okay. Come on in. It's all yeah. good. Like, you can start now. This stuff, like, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so great. So that's my. That's my recommendation. I'm glad that you had that in your pocket because there's nothing else that I would want to talk about right now. Right, exactly. So that's that. Um, Listen to some Shiny and it'll be good for you. And we will be back next week. Um, If you want to get in contact with us, we are available all over social media, all over SNS, (laughs) as we said today. Um, Our Twitter handle is AMAKPOPPOD. It's the same for Instagram. Um, We are also on Tumblr, AMAKPOPPOD.tumblr.com. Every week I post links to all the things that we talk about so that you can find them easily. Um, and if you want to send us an email, if you have long thoughts, if you want to fight us about any of our unpopular <laughs> opinions, no, please actually don't do that. Don't um, do that. But please. if you want to send us You'll an, exhaust us. But if you want to send us an email about anything else, uh, amakpopvada at gmail.com is how to do that. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Chongyun, you're our inspiration. We love you. Mwah.